1: Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie
2: Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. Best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for
0: all
1: to hear.
2: Welcome to another episode of Tis the Podcast, a podcast that's determined to keep the Christmas spirit alive 366 days a year. Or 12 months a year or 52 weeks a year whichever you prefer i'm anthony i'm julia
0: and i'm tom and we utterly fail this week at keeping the christmas spirit alive
2: a little behind Excuse the me. scenes for our listeners tom practiced about five different versions of that <laughs> <laughs> off mic is
0: this, is this the part where the script you made says banter is this where we insert banter here
1: <laughs> it is bullet point two.
2: I really love it the fact important. that you put banter on the script. <laughs> that is have to, I have to. I have to be. I have to be like. <laughs> You're thorough. I'm You're thorough. thorough. You're thorough. How was how was your snow, guys?
1: Oh, it was the best. It was so great. It was
2: absolutely amazing.
1: Yeah, I made a very grassy snowman.
2: I did see the. You pictures. know, we didn't
1: get. So, is kind of that a lot of snow for you guys? No. Okay. It's a lot of snow for us given the fact we haven't had any snow in like eight years. Right, I get that. So yeah, comparatively. But like eight to ten years ago we had snow apocalypse up in here where we had like feet and feet of snow.
0: The whole city shut down, like forty percent of this town didn't have power or something ridiculous.
1: Yeah, the kids were at school for like two weeks.
2: Did you yeah. guys see Disco's comment on our episode from last week in response to your snow? No. He said, he said on Reddit, I, I don't understand why people <laughs> stock up on breads and bread and milk before snowstorms. What are you going to make? Pudding? I stopped, He basically nice said tent. he stocked up on, uh, you know, booze Oops. and snacks, which is what I generally do, too. <laughs> it's awesome. The, the little liquor store up the street, it's owned by this Indian guy, and you never see him happier than when... The night before a big snowstorm. Because he knows. Because <laughs> he knows. Like, there's always like it's always crowded. I'm like, you must be doing good business days. Like, you'll have no idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nicest guy.
1: Oh. So I'm so always it's happy, happy when you a snowstorm. It's not happy as a kid in a candy store. It's, it's as happy, happy as, as an adult
2: as a liquor store. Oh,
1: liquor store owner uh, night before a big storm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I get to celebrate Valentine's Day with some friends on Thursday. I'm super. That was in the past. Valentine's <laughs> Day was awesome. <laughs> Met with some girlfriends for brunch. It was great.
2: That's cool. Yeah. Where'd y'all go? You treat you treated yourself. I went to
1: Bramble. I had never been there. It's delicious.
0: Next year, I should get some guys together for Valentine's Day. You really should. During
2: the snow, Tom, Ellie Tom, we could have a, a we could have a Zoom date if you want.
0: Oh, that'd be so sweet. You could play <laughs> guy love romantic. in the back from Scrubs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was my ring.
0: That was the ringtone for my the guy who was my best man at my wedding. When He called for like six years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so did Ellie like the snow, Tom?
0: She did. We built the snowman, and then some of the older kids from the neighborhood came down. And they were playing with her, and they destroyed it. Was that okay? Ellie had to go in. Yeah, she was fine with it, but she had to go in. Well, a few hours later, the kids came and they rang the doorbell and they wanted to take Ellie out. They built her two snowmen because I think they felt bad for destroying her snowmen. They
1: rebuilt. Was Ellie (laughs) pleased?
0: She was so excited. We have these sweet older kids down the street who come down and they
2: are obsessed with Ellie. When you say older, how old are they? Like Like 10, 8, and 7.
1: Oh, that's
2: cool. Did you guys watch the Oscars over the weekend?
1: Uh, yeah, I never missed the Oscars, ever. I did. What did you guys think of the winners? I have not seen Parasite, and I totally want to now, but 1917 should have won for Best Picture.
2: Absolutely. I so, was ecstatic Joaquin won for Best Actor.
1: Me too. That was Parasite. a solid win. Did you watch that your- in the end? Did you see yes, it? Yes, I watched Joker with the older kids. Wasn't it so good? It is a, yeah. So there, have you I seen it, that- Tom?
0: I find it amazing that he won for portraying a Joker so differently than Heath, Heath Ledger. Ledger did just a couple years ago, not a couple, yeah. in recent that he won memory for. that Heath Ledger won for. Yeah.
2: I like that the Joker has now become this character that will attract people who thinking they can get awards because the Joker deserves that type of status.
1: I am so glad that
0: Jared Leto did not destroy that. I have not.
1: You have not seen Joker. No. Okay. Well, this is not a spoiler, but I will say that my favorite scene in the whole movie is when he goes into his boss's office there towards the beginning of the movie. And Mm -hmm. the boss is chewing him up for his, you know, for the sign. But from the start of that scene to the end of that scene, the way that he starts smiling and he ends like not there, like his face in that scene is like nothing I've seen. It is chilling what he can do with his face. Well, there are a few scenes of that like throughout the
2: movie. Like, there's there one, is, like, yeah. like
1: That's the first one. When
2: he, when he gets into that elevator, first dressed as the Joker for the first time, and he's smiling and as the elevator door is closed and his face just like goes yeah. straight. Like that was creepy.
0: Yeah. I can't really think of a, a role that he's had that I haven't liked.
1: Yeah, his his
0: acceptance speech was interesting, though.
2: His speeches are always a little interest interesting.
0: Yeah, it was sad was think- Sad though, you see how deeply troubled he is. I liked how he gets up there and they're cheering, and he just says stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they start cheering for him later, and he says no. <laughs>
2: but i mean yeah so
1: his this was interesting so his golden globes acceptance speech he was like wasted so he
2: was was, right that wasn't just him being weird yeah he was wasted
1: renee zellweger was wasted they were wasted um because they drink the entire movie they're almost the later the show gets the more wasted they are when they do their acceptance speeches his sag acceptance speech was like the best one of the three it was a lot more focused and he took he spent a lot of time talking about how awesome the other actors in the category are than he well, did. Was that the
2: one saying. he thanked Heath Ledger? The I think saga. so. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a really good speech.
1: Yeah. And but then this one started really show. good, but then the milk thing got super weird. <laughs> we artificially inseminated cow, and then we.
2: We do I the, what they do to get milk. We do,
1: but it was, it was it's very brutal. specific.
2: It was. <laughs> how did he lose <laughs> that, that weight? He was scary then in that movie.
1: Yeah, he was. He's method, man. He uh, is scary him when Antonio Banderas, Banderas, the Joker.
0: Antonio right. Banderas was looked really thin in his movie too.
1: He did. Yeah, he yeah. did. Um, I was so happy that Brad Pitt won for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because I loved that movie.
2: I did not. And you didn't, didn't like either. Once Upon
1: a Time in Hollywood?
2: I didn't either.
1: Really? I couldn't. It. I couldn't oh, I it loved it. It's my favorite Tarantino now.
0: The only other thing I want to say about Joaquin is that it was really sad to hear him talk about his brother. Yeah.
1: I've never heard him talk about his brother before.
0: You know the story, right? Yeah, I know the
1: River Phoenix story. Yeah. But I don't.
0: Joaquin was there when it happened. I think I knew that too. Yeah.
1: But I've never heard him talk about his brother.
0: He has. He grew up in a cult, like a crazy – they grew up in a crazy cult, which also explains why they're messed up. Uh, Uh, Renee Zellweger should not have won. I feel it was just a bunch of Hollywood folks patting themselves on the back, talking about – like to give an award for somebody playing Judy Garland. Right. When there were so many other strong women who deserved it, like.
1: Saoirse. Yeah.
0: Or even um, uh, Scarlett Johansson.
1: Yes. Have you seen Marriage Story? I haven't seen it yet. It was it's, good. Yeah. It's
0: terrible. I thought it was good. But no, you don't enjoy it. You can't enjoy oh. watching it. It's amazing. Right. Right. As Christine said it, it's, it's an amazing film. Everybody does a wonderful job. It's everybody's it's like powerful, but it's horribly painful to watch. I
1: and mean, that's how the Joker was.
0: And it's so uncomfortable. I also want to watch the new Adam Sandler movie. Have you seen that?
1: Yeah. And I haven't. Well, I mean, I haven't seen it. No.
0: I have no plans. Uncut gems?
1: Well, but it's not normal Adam Sandler. You're not even willing to see it if it's serious. Did you I like mean, Spanglish? Have you seen Spanglish?
2: I damn mind like Spanglish. People okay. are saying
0: he got, he should have been nominated. His acting is yeah. was supposed to be amazing. And it's such a far departure from even Spanglish. Spanglish had some comedy elements. I guess this one is not funny at all. Right, yeah, that's why well, some of too. the
1: parts in the trailers look a little chuckley but
0: not like his kind not of
1: comedy. comedy. No, not, but not Spanglish Sandler wasn't funny. his kind of fun, like, his kind of funny either. Greta Gerwig was totally gypped, she should at least have been nominated, at least because her little woman was magnificent.
2: She should have been nominated. I did What'd like Brad Pitt's acceptance speech. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, totally was good. Yeah, totally
1: singing. Were you totally singing along?
2: Uh, and I thought the performance the frozen one with all the international <gasps> so
1: that was good. so cool that was yeah. so stinking cool
2: it
0: really was I it was Love beautiful that. yeah it was i was very confused about eminem there was no explanation no intro nothing it's just Eminem's dark playing a 17
2: year old i gracious. think everyone had that reaction though but yeah. it was so oh, good I loved I loved I, I just loved watching
0: the audience. So many like younger <laughs> people were into it. Indina Mazel was Martin trying Scorsese so hard.
1: was not.
0: <laughs> I think it may have, he may have just it. been up past his bedtime. Probably. Finished his dinner at three thirty. He was probably pretty tired by this point. Yeah, right. Indina Mazel tried so hard to look like she was into it. Yeah, she was like focused. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, also cool was um the guy that's gonna be in in the heights, the new Lynn Manuel Miranda movie coming out in summertime, whenever it's coming out. His little recap rap was awesome.
2: Yeah, it was. That was good. That, that was,
1: good. was so cool with Quest Love. That was really neat. Questlove love We have Lynn Manuel
2: Miranda. Did you see how much money Disney paid to get the rights to Hamilton, the movie? No. They filmed a performance on Broadway with the original cast and for yeah. years studios have been bidding over it. Apparently it's the highest any studios ever paid for the rights or something. They didn't release the exact number, but they, trades the trades are reporting Disney paid more than any studios ever paid for something to be able to release it. So oh, what's wow. that look like?
1: Yeah, when do we get that?
2: next no, like, october
0: no what october do they expect what do they think that's gonna like what was the previous most
2: oh uh, i don't know i just thought that was interesting like ever for a live broadway performance like can he like, can he just retire and be done now
1: he could have retired and been done now i think at this point already
2: but he's too busy working on the live action little mermaid
1: well yeah i mean he just what
2: yeah he's doing the music for the live action little mermaid
1: <gasps> is he really i really what? hope
0: it's better than the live Ooh. Little Mermaid that they did oh, oh, anything too. is
1: better than this dumb live versions i hate those things
0: this was t- it was terrible it was like the worst they're
1: always terrible <clears throat> always all those live action ones are terrible. the live not live action the live versions are terrible
0: what what music is lin man well miranda writing for little mermaid they the music he's just <laughs> yeah but well,
2: he's you know they a
1: always Moana. Songs he's doing up. all the music for i would assume
0: Disney's just pathetic.
1: They're not pathetic. They're amazing. Stop it. Don't talk about Disney. No, start
0: there. being creative. Stop just putting, stop doing frame for frame shots of live people. <laughs> you
2: loved Aladdin and The Lion King.
0: I did, but it's like they're doing everything now. Every, yeah. Like Mulan. That's
1: the trend. That's what, yeah. Oh, I'm so excited about Mulan. I was about Mulan to say, awesome. I have no
2: <laughs> interest in Mulan.
1: <laughs> you don't. I'm so excited about but it.
2: I, I hated the animated one too.
1: Oh, <gasps> You hated it? It's one of my favorites.
0: Why did Billy Eyelash sing at the Grammys or at the Oscars?
1: Because she's a buzzworthy name right now. Mm-hmm. She is
0: was- her whole story is fake and concocted and contrived and not real. Billy Eyelash, which I think is what people should be calling her. And I wish it would take off, but nobody's picking up on it with me.
2: I'll hashtag but I'll hashtag Billy Eyelash for my pull
0: Thank you. She comes up as like, oh, it's just her and her brother at home made this album, and now she's super popular. But like, she's been a professional musician for years. She had a, f- like, somebody built, like, they her brother hired somebody to build her entire image. Her brother's a music producer. Like, I don't know. I learned, <coughs> I went researcher during the Grammys because they made her story sound so cool. But then I look at, like, um, Lizzo's story, and it made me really sad that Billy Eilish beat Lizzo. Lizzo truly, like, and the other... The Other guy who was nominated for new artists, like he grew up in the projects in Atlanta, and Lizzo grew up, was like homeless in her car, and like these people worked really hard to get where they were. And just felt more like a a story I could get behind than trying to lie and say that you built yourself when you brought in a bunch of professionals.
1: I don't even know half the music that's out there.
0: (laughs) I used to like the Grammys more when I knew people on it. I don't know any of these musicians anymore. Yeah, I don't watch it anymore. Christine left the house to watch the Grammys because I just get annoyed. I don't know who these people are, and I think most of them (laughs) don't have talent. We need to start thinking too. Um, I know we had. I know I had the idea that like I record an episode where I make your voices as well. Um, but we need to come up with our uh, April Fool's our April Fool's episode.
2: <laughs> well, it has to be as good as last year because people really liked last
1: year's. Like what we're doing, you mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. what we're doing for April Fool's Day.
0: Oh, Welcome gosh, back to Tis coming the coming Podcast. Up. The podcast determined to keep the Christmas spirit alive
1: 365 <laughs> days a year.
0: Wrong. I'm Julia. Oh, you're doing the I'm more. Anthony and i'm tom
1: your anthony is aggressive <laughs> <My> anthony.
0: <laughs> that's a new yorker that's how new sound oh, to be. Okay. It's it's a new
1: yorker oh okay general a- air of aggression <laughs> it's too
2: bad that all of our spouses hate hearing their voices because we could have just had them recorded <laughs> oh yeah that would have been hilarious that been you
0: know funny. what else we could do we do like a behind the scenes where we interview like about we pick an episode or we do interviews about it, like the drama behind the scenes.
1: <laughs> like a real world version of Tiz yeah. the Podcast.
0: Where I'm gonna talk about Anthony's where I'm gonna talk about Anthony's <laughs> drinking problem oh and God. what is what it's done to the cast. <laughs> you know, we just we we can't get <laughs> We can't get through a single episode anymore because Anthony's drinking has gotten so out of control.
1: Oh, my god! Sometimes,
0: sometimes we're just sitting there recording and we'll just look down and Anthony's wet him, wet himself.
1: Oh, my Lord. Stop that. Well, it's okay. April, so we do have some time.
2: April 1st. We
1: have like a month right. and a half. But that's more than half a month.
2: We say that Matt. now. We say that just now, wait. and it's going to be like three days before April 1st. Guys, can you just get <laughs> us together for a recording? It only has to be 10 minutes. Come on. <laughs> just like every Christmas, inevitably on the 23rd or 24th, it's like, get your recordings to me. Like, <laughs> I would have thought,
0: I really would have thought this would have been a good episode for April Fool's because there's nothing Christmas
2: or funny about this show. Okay, so this week, we are covering the Christmas episodes of HBO's comedy, Veep. based on the British show The Vic of It and written and created by the same guy who did both shows, Armando Iannucci.
1: I had no idea it was based on another movie. Oh, with Capaldi in it? Indeed. Interesting.
2: So Armando Iannucci, who created The Thick of It and Veep, also did Alan Partridge, which is pretty big over in the UK. Time Trumpet, The Death of Stalin and David Copperfield. And yeah, so for those of you who have never seen the show, the show follows the misadventures of the vice president failed presidential candidate Selena Meyer, who eventually ends up becoming the accidental president once the president resigns. And it stars a pretty big cast, most notably Julia Louis-Dreyfus as President Selena Meyer, and she's been talked about on the show a few times now. She was most famous for playing Elaine on Seinfeld, Christine in The New Adventures of Old Christine. Old Christine, Uh, not New Christine. Just clarifying which Christine she played. The New... Oh, right. (laughs) 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 She was a cast member on SNL back in the 80s. She played Margot in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. She was in Hannah and Her Sisters, Deconstructing Harry, Enough Said. She did Voices in A Bug's Life, Planes uh the upcoming pixar film onward and she is in she stars with will ferrell in the upcoming film downhill yeah and yeah she re- received a lot of critical acclaim for this show she was nominated for actress every se- best actress at the emmys every season of veep and won six out of the seven times She's currently tied for the most Best Actress in Comedy Emmys in history with Cloris Leachman. She won one for Seinfeld, one for Christine, and six for Veep, which wow. itself won Best Comedy four times. Mm-hmm. Another reason I'm going to say I don't really like award shows.
1: Also in the show Veep was a face I was surprised to see and actually did recognize her right away. Um, she looks Amy- exactly the same. She does look the same. <laughs> she does. Um, Amy Chlumsky, is that right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she stars as Amy Bruckheimer, Selena Myers' campaign manager and former chief of staff. You will know her from My Girl. She was My Girl from My Girl. She's also his in My glasses. Girl he
2: can't see without his glasses.
1: Every time that movie just rips me up. My Girl, My Girl 2, also in Blood Car, In the Loop, Uncle Buck, Trading Mom, 30 Rock. 12 Men of Christmas. We gotta put that on our list, unless it's Mm. nasty and then let's not. (laughs) Lights Out, White Collar, Hannibal, Halt and Catch Fire, Law and Order SVU, and Robot Chicken. And she really looks the same. She does
2: look the same. It's interesting because she started in the original British version of this show. In the Loop was the spin-off of The Thick of It, or the movie version of The Thick of It, so she went from one to the other. Interesting. Tony Hale plays Gary
0: Walsh. Selena's personal aide and bagman. You will recognize him from Arrested Development. His voice was in Toy Story 4. He was the villain, or one of the villains in Unaccompanied Minors. Stranger Than Fiction, The Tale of Despero, The Informant, The Heat, The Kings of Summer, The Angry Birds movie. Don't understand why that's a movie. Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Road Chip, Transformers, The Last Night, Love Simon, and he won uh, Best Supporting Actor Emmy for this role.
2: Yeah, and actually one of the times Julia Louis-Dreyfus won, she accepted her award in character and had him up on stage with her feeding her her speech as she read it out loud, which is pretty funny. Oh, that's
1: funny. funny. That's funny.
2: Reed Scott plays Dan Egan, who's the Deputy Director of Communications and Campaign Manager for Jonah Ryan. He was in My Boys, Home Again. He was in Venom. He's in the upcoming Venom 2. He was in Late Night, That 70s Show, American Dreams, he, CSI, Bones, The Secret Life of the American Teenager, The Big C, Motor City, New Girl, and Why Women Kill.
1: Timothy Simmons is Jonah Ryan, former White House liaison to the Vice President's Office um, and current candidate for Congress in New Hampshire. Um, you may have seen him on the interview. Christine, The Boss, Goosebumps, Ralph Breaks the Internet, The Hustle, Robot Chicken, big hero six the series looking for alaska or future man
0: matt walsh plays mike mcclintock the white house director of communications and press secretary he is a founding member of the comedy group the upright citizens brigade he was in dog bites man players the short-lived comedy outsourced which was a pretty good i
2: liked the tv show more than i did the movie I, li- I really like the TV show. I'm surprised I didn't make it because it was in the same vein as like The Office, Parks and Rec, and all that stuff. It was, but it did a, it did
0: a really cool job of portraying culture and differences and trying to work together. I liked it. I did too. He was a correspondent on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. He was in Ghostbusters, Life of the Party, Into the Storm, Brigsby Bear, Old School, Elf, Bad Santa, Starsky and Hutch, Christmas with the Cranks, Be Kind, Rewind. Step Brothers, Role Models, I Love You Man, The Hangover, Due Date, Sex Ed, Get Hard, Keeping Up with the Joneses, Office Christmas Party, Arrested Development, Reno 911, The League, AquaTween Hunger Force, Hung, Parks and Rec, Funny or Die Presents, Brooklyn 99, How I Met Your Mother, Drunk History, Bob's Burgers, Hot in Cleveland, blockish and Crazy Ex Girlfriend.
1: Like 70% of the titles of these movies are something that could be interpreted in a... In a dirty way. Exactly.
2: (laughs) He's been in a lot, actually. I didn't realize that. And he was actually in the Mr. Peanut death commercial and the funeral commercial. Really? Yeah. He was in the car crash that killed Mr. Peanut, and then he cried at his funeral.
1: Oh.
2: Suf Bradshaw plays Sue Wilson, the president's personal secretary. She hasn't been in much. She was on cold case, bones, ER, flash forward, prison break, resilient aisles.
1: Kevin Dunn plays Ben Cafferty, the president's chief of staff. And if there ever was a human being, that was created to star in a presidential movie show anything it is kevin dunn i freaking love this guy
2: Me so too. you will have
1: seen him in dave which is my favorite kevin dunn and one of my favorite movies of all time um godzilla small soldiers transformers unstoppable ghostbusters 2 also in Hotshot, almost heroes i heart huckabees live free or die is it live free or die or is it live free or die hard
0: According
2: player. to Wikipedia, it's live free or die. I didn't check on IMDb.
1: All right. Um, also, The Black Dahlia, All the Kingsmen, and True Detective. I love Kevin Dunn. I love him. He's my favorite person Me on too.
0: the show. I was just going to say I like Gary Cole. I like Gary, Gary Cole, too. Gary Cole plays Kent Davidson, the senior strategist to the president. And Gary got his start in acting. Uh, at Chicago Steppenwolf Theater Company, which is kind of cool. Mm. He was in Midnight Caller, American Gothic, The West Wing, Crusade, The Good Wife, The Good Fight, Chicago Fire, Mixed-ish, The Brady Bunch Movie, A Very Brady Sequel, The Brady Bunch in the White House, One Hour Photo, Office Space, Dodgeball, Talladega Nights, Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, and Kim Possible. Yeah. I love Gary Cole. I do too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> really the most iconic
1: uh, character of his is office space, space. Yeah.
2: yes for those of you who might not know the name you will have definitely have seen him in memes <laughs> yep he's in life
0: yeah i'm gonna need like, you to come in on saturday <laughs> <laughs> he was the guy who was, he all, he was been... the boss who was always sipping his coffee in office space
1: four of the ones we listed are all like washington type politicky shows or movies
2: he has a look he's like kevin has a look for something like that
1: yeah
2: making his second appearance on our show sam richardson as richard splett campaign aide to jonah ryan he was in detroiters champagne ill office christmas party where the millers arrested development the office horrible bosses 2 drunk history spy Neighbors 2, Sorority Rising, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, Ghostbusters, New Girl, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Archer, and BoJack
1: Horseman. Sarah Sutherland plays Katherine Meyer, the first daughter. Um, she is Kiefer Sutherland's daughter. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You also may have seen her in Beneath the Harvest Sky, The Newsroom, and Chronic. Is The Newsroom the one with Jeff Daniels?
2: Yep. Oh, I love that show.
1: Love that show. I love That's coming back, that
2: supposedly. Show. They're in talks oh, to come back so. for a new season.
1: I love that show.
2: Me too. I love Will Daniels. Jeff Daniels. I he like was Jeff Will Daniels. on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clea Duvall
0: stars as Marjorie
2: Palmiotti. Huh? Oh, she is okay.
0: Selena's former bodyguard and her daughter's wife's girlfriend. She was in The Faculty, She's All That, which is an amazing movie. But I'm a Cheerleader. Girl Interrupted. Identity 21 Grams. The Grudge. Zodiac Conviction. Argo. Carnival Heroes. American Horror Story Asylum. The Lizzie Borden Chronicles and The Handmaid's Tale.
1: Identity is the first movie I farted in front of Barbie and Marty. (laughs) 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 I know. We were on a date. and it was so embarrassing and it was like literally that's the loudest movie on the planet and like the one quiet part left cheek cheek and I'm glad it was dark in there because I was as red as I am right now actually redder and he didn't acknowledge it how sweet is that until years later when I'm like do you remember we went inside? It? and I farted in the middle of the movie and he's like yeah I heard that and I'm like man all right He's like, that's how I knew it was
2: love. And our last main cast member is Hugh Laurie as Senator Tom James, who's Selena's running mate. And uh, you will most likely know him as Dr. Gregory House on the show House, which Mm -hmm. I love that show.
1: Love Hugh Laurie.
2: Our British listeners will probably know him from a bit of Fry and Laurie and Blackadder, which are two very popular shows over there.
1: Love Stephen Fry,
2: and we have we were actually requested to do the Christmas episode of Blackadder. I think right two weeks ago someone messaged Correct. us to do that. He was also in The Night Manager, Jeeves and Wooster, Sense and Sensibility, One Hundred and One Dalmatians, The uh, Avenue Five, Borrowers, <laughs> and Stuart Little.
1: He was the apathetic husband in Sense and Sensibility, who hated his wife. Oh, so <laughs> funny! I'm, I loved him, and he's such a good character. I love it. Ah.
2: I love him in everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too.
2: I think he's such a like good actor.
1: Some guest stars were all of these guest stars in these the two, two episodes? episodes that we watched. Oh, mm-hmm. I totally missed Patton Oswalt. So Patton Oswalt was in one of the episodes is Teddy Sykes. Uh, Dan baccadel is Roger Furlong. Nelson Franklin plays Will. Diedrich Baker plays Bill Erickson. Peter McNicol is Uncle Jeff Kane. Sally Phillips is Minna Hakkinen. David Pasquesi is Andrew Meyer. Zima is President Lu Chi And then Lauren Bowles is Monica.
2: So big cast.
1: Really big cast.
2: So what are your histories with
0: the show in general, Tom? I have no history. And more importantly, I have no future with this
1: show i also do not have a history other than always seeing it come up on the oscars and them winning so much um the emmy an, the emmys sorry not the oscars yeah like they won all the time but i'm not an hbo subscriber so i never watched the show until tonight you can- what's your history anthony
2: um i watched it from when it first aired because i'm a big julia louis dreyfus fan i had no history with the original british show Um, I watched it afterwards, and this airs a lot closer to its British counterpart than The Office did. Like, it kept a lot more of its uh, cynical outlook on life and politics, whereas The Office brightened itself up compared to The British Office. I watched it through to the end, though, which ended last year. So I was a big fan of the show. A lot of the people, a lot of our actual politicians are big fans of the show. Barack and Joe Biden and their staffs always watched it together on Sunday nights. Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders, when they're jetting around, that was their favorite show. Those were their favorite shows to watch with their staffs on the campaign planes. And uh, I forget which senator said it. Maybe it was John McCain or Mitt Romney said, a lot of Americans want to think that The West Wing is how Washington really works. But in reality, Veep nails it on the head a lot more.
0: (laughs) Wow.
1: (laughs) All right. So our first Christmas episode isn't until season five. So season five, episode seven is the congressional ball. Selena uses the White House Christmas Party to win over congressmen before the upcoming historic vote in the House of Representatives that will determine who becomes the next president of the United States, only to discover that Tom James has his own agenda. Meanwhile, Dan, Richard, and Uncle Jeff prep Jonah for an upcoming debate in New Hampshire, while the rest of Selena's staff obsesses over an article naming the 50 hottest D.C. staffers, on which Gary placed 21, and Amy didn't even make the cut.
2: So prior to this episode, just for backstory, she tied the Electoral College. So the House of Representatives is deciding who the next president is. And if there's a tie there, it goes to the Senate and for some weird reason the vice pre- the running mate would get the presidency in that case which is why tom james was uh trying to woo people over because he wanted to become president right and hugh laurie plays a very good smarmy guy i have to say
1: he's pretty good at being smarmy
2: i like the way he tries to play religious conviction
0: i find it funny <laughs> I really, really cannot stand the show. All of the (laughs) jokes, it was sophomoric at best. The vulgarity was unnecessary and over the top. Every single sentence. The sex jokes, I was tired of them. It's like, I feel like this was written by a bunch of 12-year-old boys sitting in their room laughing at the word booties. (laughs) It lacked depth. I didn't like the way it was filmed. I didn't find any of the characters likable or relatable at all.
2: I don't think uh, the characters are supposed to be likable. I went into
0: this. I went into this really excited to see it because I've thought for a long time. Oh, I should watch that show because I really like Julia Louis Dreyfus. Um, even though I'm not a big Seinfeld va- fan, Elaine was one of my favorite parts of that show. And then I was a big fan of New Adventures of Old Christine. I just she, she's hilarious. Just when I watch her, she makes me laugh. I did not laugh in the show. The jokes did not hit. They did not resonate. Christine and I are talking. And Christine's like, N- none of this feels Christmassy. This doesn't look like Christmas. And it's just offensive. She was right. To call these Christmas episodes is a, is a serious, serious stretch.
1: Yeah, they felt like episodes set at Christmas.
0: Which, I mean, that, a, yeah. The only reason they had Christmas in the whole thing was, I guess, so they could have this gala. And so that she could get a present that she would give away to somebody else. I mean.
1: That's the second one.
0: I know it is, but it's just it feels like one continuation of some dude dropping a deuce in the toilet. Okay. I will seriously never watch this show again after watching these two episodes. <laughs> I will never give the show another chance. I abhorred every second I was watching this. Okay. <laughs> Favorite so, scene for me, in credits.
1: <laughs> so I am not a Julia Louis-Dreyfus fan. You know, I'm not really a Seinfeld fan um, I mean, I liked her in Christmas Vacation, but in general, like I don't gravitate towards her, but I always, because of all the awards it won, I was like, I bet that's really funny. And I was picturing in my brain that she was like a lot more Leslie Nope than she was early Michael Scott. And so I couldn't, I was really, really surprised that she's just as terrible as everybody else on the show, which... Hearing that politicians think this is actually the most accurate depiction of what it's like totally makes sense, right? Like I can totally see that, but I don't want to watch that. And it also, it didn't make me laugh either. And it was vulgar, but I was, I more than anything, I was surprised because I thought that she was going to be like, cause she does positive really well and she can have Leslie Nope in her, right? With a bite, but there is no Leslie Nope
2: there's not she's not a redeemable character so the reviews for the finale it ended last year like kept comparing her to walter white because she does awful things by the end of the show she to win the presidency she gets gary arrested to take the blame for her crimes she trades away gay marriage she gives tibet back to china she does everything and then the end she's all alone and then it flashes forward to her funeral, which the coverage is interrupted by Tom Hanks dying, which is actually really funny. <laughs> oh. Oh, <no. laughs>
1: that man is an icon.
2: <laughs> well, that's what they say <laughs> of <on> the show. <laughs> well, because in the end, like her, her press secretary here is a newscaster. Like when it flashes forward, and he's like, "As someone who worked with President Meyer, let me say." Breaking news, American icon Tom Hanks has just <laughs> died. <laughs> oh god. So there's but she's not likable at yeah. all. The only likable one on the show was Gary. Is that Tony her Hell, press
1: secretary? Or her assistant?
2: Her assistant, Tony Hale. Okay. Who plays mm-hmm. the same bumbling fool in everything he's in? Yeah. I feel. He was the only funny part I thought in the
0: second episode.
1: The second one was a lot funnier to me than this one. If we're talking about like overall opinions of episodes, I really did not like this one aside from the, um, maybe it was this one. Richard is the funniest part of this episode to me when he tries to get that on video and he actually had the video (laughs) off at the wrong time and hearing him tell it back it was it was the one thing that made me laugh in the whole episode and it really made me i'll
2: laugh. <laughs> well, see what happened is i thought it was on but it was actually off
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then i turned it off thinking i was yeah oh man that really okay, it was that did it
0: it was kind of funny when jonah starts yelling at the girl
2: people like you shouldn't exist <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. Wait, and and then that ties the joke back to Richard. Richard, do you have the video from the other angle? Yeah, I do. Oh, it seems I did it again. I did the same thing last (laughs) time.
0: (laughs) No, no, no. He said, well, I don't know what happened there. And they said, you did the same thing again. (laughs) Oh, I I, I did the same thing again. Yeah, Uh, he's like, well, I don't know what happened there. Uh, is this the one? Is this the one? So where he's there, where a, he's the actually president in the
2: future when she dies. So in the finale.
1: Oh, is he really? That's awesome.
2: Yep.
0: Was he? Was this the episode <laughs> with the with the communication director trying to get
2: another job, yeah, that was <laughs> where he was dropping all the hockey mi- hockey? uh. He was trying Oh, to, is I, that, I, is like that why he was hockey? dropping
1: the references? And then because at the he end, he just starts
0: get-
2: he starts <laughs> dropping LPGA, the ladies' pro golfers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because he, the hockey job gets stolen from him and he hates his life. he hates his job and wants to get out of there
1: oh. yeah well i don't blame him it's a <laughs> ref
2: you are right this is neither of them are christmas episodes the episodes set at christmas mm-hmm. but i liked the um background decor and the little acapella group that kept singing the christmas songs at the actual ball itself there were some christmas references in the dialogue when they're walking through the white house and she sees other things besides christmas trees up and selena Mm -hmm. says that doesn't look like santa and kentos to explain to her well the white house officially celebrates diwali christmas hanukkah kwanzaa and maweed al nabi the alleged birth of the prophet muhammad and she's like well i suppose putting a few pictures up of muhammad never hurt anybody (laughs) never hurt anybody which (laughs) it's biting but I will say this for the show. It's an equal opportunity offender to make fun of everyone and everything. And actually HBO rejected some plot lines prior to 2016 because they believed that some things were just too outlandish. And then disregarded Surprise. plot lines actually happened in real life. So for the final two seasons of the show, they were allowed to go a little more broad, I guess. But Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I also really like the running gag with John H. Ryan that his signs didn't say Jonah. So people thought there was a John H. Ryan running for Congress, and he was actually polling behind him. That spread out over the two episodes.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're ever wondering, doing graphic design and branding for political candidates candidates is really, really, really difficult. A lot of fun. Really hard. Why? Are they just like really picky? No, it's like you have to you have to balance all of these, you know, um, much more so than anything else. You have to balance all of these, the subtle messaging, what, something like this. It looks awesome. He's got a star from the flag and his name, but what does it really look like? like? That's an extreme case, but yeah, it's really difficult. Hmm.
2: So there are a few other quotes I had. I like when Mike tells Selena, ma'am, I'm getting a lot of press interest about Catherine and you know her condition and so replies what she's a lesbian mike she's not a werewolf though either one would explain why she never shaves her legs <laughs> i liked when jonah's explaining to dan he's on a meteoric meteoric rise in new hampshire and he says i am a career rocket ship to mars right now dan except i'm gonna leave matt damon there because that guy made potatoes in his own <laughs> like an <laughs> animal there is no lioness moment in any of these but i find it funny i'm sorry i guess i agree with the academy tom the <laughs> go ahead emmy not the academy, academy. <laughs> i don't know what that company's <laughs> don't called, know though.
1: either who knows what they're called <laughs> the emmy givers
2: you would do, they, do you know how many horrible decisions they've done no more horrible than giving pete's christmas a good christmas a good score <laughs> or north pole a good score <laughs> i liked though i thought julia dreyfus and hugh laurie uh-huh. had good had good chemistry together although oh, i, yeah, I was... love
0: what she had i love what she had to say what, how she talked to him too that was pretty amazing how did she talk to him tom it was vulgar swearing
2: isn't necessarily vulgar
0: <sighs> uh she didn't have to swear with the things she was saying to hugh laurie when she cornered him it was vulgar
2: i loved that scene he would. And I love Tony Hale's reaction when he walks in on them and he just backs out horrified tripping over the furniture. Yeah, it was pretty gross. Oh, Tom, you're pretty gross.
1: You were all over the place tonight, Anthony. I love I you, know. Tom.
2: You're gross. <laughs> I love you, Tom. You're gross, but I do love you.
0: <laughs> the no, the the sex scene was just, I mean, they didn't show anything, but man, was it vul- it was just vulgar.
1: There's cursing and then there's like cursing with
2: without purpose
1: content yeah I mean it's it it's just
2: yeah. cursing I don't know to curse. because they curse in this show as much as they do at a lot of the offices I've worked in I know, yeah and what do you think of those people
0: who office. curse <laughs> I, I've never worked in where people curse like this
2: yeah, yeah I have in New York and New Jersey consider the people you're with where you are just saying maybe it's a city thing I don't know
1: oh I, I definitely think it's it can be regional like a sure. regional cultural thing I mean, we're in the Bible mm. Belt here I wouldn't in call Oklahoma, that, So
0: I wouldn't call that cultural. I worked at Enron right before they collapsed and it wasn't this bad.
1: <gasps> you worked at Enron?
2: In turn, yeah. Okay. What would you rank this episode, Tom? 0.25.
1: I'm going to go with a one.
2: I'm giving it a nine. Wow. We have a little bit of a difference here. <laughs> <laughs> the point comes off because it's not a Christmas episode.
1: Wow. You would have given this a 10 if it was super Christmassy.
2: Yeah. I prefer this one to the next one. Really? But That gives us an average of 3.4167. Tom, do you want to tell us what the next one is about? Not really.
1: But you gotta.
0: I do. Next, we are discussing Season 5, Episode 8, the very next episode, Camp David. Selena and her staff, with the help of former Finnish Prime Minister Mina Hakim Hakkinen, conduct secret negotiations with the Chinese president and his delegation on a Christmas retreat at Camp David that was intended to be family only. As the New Hampshire special election approaches, Amy flies out to New Hampshire to help write Jonah's campaign, which inadvertently gains support of the NRA after Jonah accidentally shoots himself
2: in the foot.
1: That part was funny.
2: That part was hilarious when they watch yeah. it on TV and they that just... That part made me laugh. <laughs> Mostly because cracks
1: up laugh. (laughs) Yeah, because Kevin Dunn is just like laughing like a real (laughs) laugh, and that made me so happy deep down inside it gave me the warm feelings to watch him laugh like that because you know that was a real laugh
2: <laughs> he was laughing and then yeah. she scolds him don't laugh as she's choking back a laugh himself because yep. he's an idiot this guy he's the Dwight yep. of the show in case that wasn't clear
1: oh yeah, but. Clear. he's way more of an idiot than dwight and yeah. he's her
2: running mate when she becomes president in the future
1: that's oh, another boy.
2: stupid thing he, she does that. why because he was gaining a lot of support good. from uh idiots because uh he was running on like awful conspiracy theories and stuff so she was just trying to do it get her delegate count
1: oh man she's so despicable she's so terrible to her daughter what's the thing with her husband like he's a total d-bag also but like what are they married still
2: no they're they're divorced.
1: Okay oh that's right because the new mom is there okay i knew that he's terrible
2: he is terrible
1: and she's terrible
0: trying to get her daughter his daughter into a scam to put her to sell her house and put a well money to a scam when,
2: when she dies in the future her daughter uh makes margaritas and watching the funeral on tv because nobody likes <laughs> likes her
1: she was She's terrible.
2: It was terrible to her.
1: yeah, she's terrible to everybody. see and you know if I can't if I can't bond with a character in a show, I don't stick around and I don't like any of these people and I don't nope. care about them and that makes me sad inside
0: I don't enjoy feeling that way when I'm watching something.
1: I don't either. I need somebody I had to cheer for. <laughs> I have to. I can't just not like everybody, but I will say this one was funnier to me than the last one was. Some of the moments made me laugh, like the shooting in the foot thing I thought was funny. And then, um, you know, it's a comedy of errors. So the wearing the robe and them kissing, but she looks like her from behind, you know, comedy of errors and the misunderstanding and the, you know, her daughter thinking, well, her daughter thinking, the chinese president is part of the kitchen staff and i mean like some of that fest that stuff gave me a chuckle and where they're celebrating because she is freeing to bet that part made me laugh also because i mean like i could see that <laughs> like being the case so i got more laughs out of this one than i did the last one but same problems are still there but i got more laughs out of it
0: yeah um uh, and the the making fun of the NRA was really funny to me. The fact that the NRA jumps on a guy who shoots himself in the foot. Yeah. He doesn't have (laughs) a good gun safety. That was good. This one was
2: more of the Christmas one too, right? Because they're actually celebrating Christmas in this one. That was a really crappy Christmas celebration. But I did love the scene where (laughs) her ex-husband's new wife or girlfriend is decorating the tree with the popcorn and mm-hmm. she says um what is that insanity you're putting all over the tree monica and monica's like oh this is my homemade cranberry and popcorn tinsel that i like to call and gary walks in he's like Popcornerman. She's he's like really excited because he reads her blog and everything <laughs> <laughs> and she says someone's been reading my blog i just trademarked the word last week it sounds delicious and it's adorable and selena's like so i'm gonna call it deplorable see we can all do it
1: (laughs) (laughs) she really does not like that new wife
2: some of the stuff spending time with her daughter and the new girlfriend made me laugh when the daughter tells her hey mom i just wanted to let you know that marjorie is a raw food vegan and she's turned me into one too (laughs) and selena's like oh so that's two things she's turned you into
1: Oh, that loaf sounded terrible.
0: It looked terrible. As a vegan, I was disgusted. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Mushrooms and something else. Oh, cashews. (laughs) Something really terrible.
0: Vegans do love their cashews and mushrooms. A lot of stuff. I don't like mushrooms.
1: I don't either. But when I was in San Francisco at Dreamforce, they had a vegan muffaletta so it was like the olive salad obviously minus the ham instead of the ham they substituted in mushrooms and i hate mushrooms and it was awesome it was so good
0: i hate mushrooms too i can deal with some i can deal with some mushrooms but another cook but as a whole i don't like mushrooms today um is my grandfather's birthday and oh, happy um, birthday he's dead um, um well, Happy birthday! He died like eleven years ago, <laughs> and so craziest thing—I um, didn't realize it was February 11th. I just hadn't looked at the calendar at all. Um, but I had a dream about so it. Very it wasn't that
1: funny. It was really funny. Oh, happy birthday! He's dead. Oh, well, still happy birthday.
0: <laughs> I had a very vivid dream about him last night. Um, really? I didn't, realize, I didn't realize it was his birthday because you know. I don't ever look at a calendar. So I had the, felt the, ner- the need to call my grandmother this morning. And when I did, I'm like, oh, it's his birthday. Yeah. Well throughout the day, I just developed a craving for biscuits and gravy. He was a big gravy fan.
1: Oh. And uh,
0: I didn't put two and two together. That's probably why. But I made oh, vegan yeah. vegan buttermilk biscuits and vegan country gravy tonight. And it was amazing.
1: Really? I'm highly Abs- skeptical of that. So
0: freaking absolutely. <laughs>
1: Because that's like my favorite dish. That'd be my death row dish.
0: Biscuits and gravy? Oh, yeah. Mine would probably be cornbread and gravy. I just didn't have cornmeal tonight. Oh, man, I love cornbread. Do you love cornbread and gravy?
1: No. Okay. I've never had yeah. cornbread. Like biscuit gravy on cornbread?
0: Country gravy. So you take cornbread, not the sweet right. cornbread they make in Oklahoma that's not cornbread. Like real cornbread.
1: No, oh, I like sweet cornbread and regular cornbread.
0: Crumble up regular cornbread, put gravy, and mix it into a mash. Yeah. Life changing And I have the That's I have okay. an amazing I have the world's best cornbread recipe I'll give you too. It's from uh Truman Capote.
1: Does it have milk in it? Yeah. Vegan crazy person.
0: Yeah, but you just use like not unsweet, unflavored almond milk. And there's no oh. difference in, in the finished product. Okay. And orders and just like with regular milk to make buttermilk, you can you can curdle the milk by adding uh, apple cider vinegar or lemon juice yeah Truman Capote Truman Capote's family knows how to make cornbread I use his recipe
1: I guess it's so much like prestige
0: right <laughs> thing it's like from Truman Capote
1: yeah it's Truman Capote's <laughs> cornbread um this Finnish prime minister was kind of funny too
2: yeah she's very funny she was like a fan favorite guest star she's like recurring okay i was series. about
1: to say is she on it i could tell they were just the looking
0: for a reason to bring her in that didn't make any sense
1: <sighs> so
2: the chinese respected her they say that right there
0: <laughs> i know but that doesn't when make sense why she would be there
2: julie you talked about the comedy of errors so i liked when mm-hmm. minna the prime minister goes to talk to selena to tell her mm-hmm. the deal is falling through and she said the chinese were very disturbed by a recent incident and selena says what what incident and Mena's like, with your daughter. And Selena's like, oh God, Mena, seriously, that was a complete, honest mistake. Catherine was just confused. And Mena was like, but you're her mother. You didn't stop her. And Selena was like, how could I have stopped her? I had to let her finish. You're her mother. You've got a son. I'm sure you've done it before. You've been in that <laughs> position. And Mena's like, no, I have not. That happens occasionally in Iceland, but that's an accident. And Selena's like, what?
1: And she's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) It made me laugh at the end, too. When, what's the assistant's name? Gary. Gary has the suitcase. um, Yeah, and he... (laughs) Like discreetly gets in the suitcase and pulls the robe out, and she goes, "Good, put that in my bag, (laughs) (laughs) because it's a gift." And because he accidentally,
2: he accidentally gives a like state property as a Christmas gift. (laughs) Uh. I love Gary, and they play really well off of each other too. I love the actor, Tony Hill. Yeah,
1: yeah, they do have a good chemistry.
2: So I also like when the Chinese government were giving all the gifts. (laughs) selena and uh she only had the bottle of wine from napa (laughs) so she as she keeps saying to gary get the other gift gary he hands her another bottle of wine and she's like (laughs) yeah she's like this is from a local winery in new zealand (laughs) which is local to both of our countries (laughs) And when they give her the picture of the sad pig and she said it looks like her daughter oh my God. <laughs> like and her they daughter. get really offended. And she's and she's like, No, no, seriously, if you mention SeaWorld to Catherine, you'll know exactly what I'm talking talking about.
1: <laughs> oh, her poor daughter.
2: Oh, and Kevin Dunn had one of my favorite lines in this one too. At the very beginning, when Selena says, are the Chinese here yet? And he, repl- he replies, delayed on the road, man. <laughs> Presumably driving slowly and not using their signals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> oh, brother.
2: But again, this was set at Christmas. They had the one tree and then the fruit, the fake loaf, whatever, for dinner. But uh it was more Christmassy than the first one. They exchanged gifts Not and everything. I can't wait till the next thing I hate that you really love, Tom. Huh?
0: <laughs> uh we just did Pete's Christmas. I messaged Julia today. Okay on yeah,
1: said he felt our bad.
0: slack and i told her i kind of feel bad i have absolutely nothing positive to say about V, but i felt bad about it so that should make you feel good that it's not i feel that makes bad me, throwing that away makes me feel wonderful dumping on something that's so important to you
2: well i appreciate that i appreciate so, that you appreciate. look at that, that. we just had our own Linus moment on the show which is good Break because yourself. this episode didn't have one either
1: no it didn't
2: so we're ready to rank it yes 0. 0.52
1: this one was slightly higher is that right
0: uh it was twice it was more than twice as good so i that's not
2: someone saying much
1: i'm gonna give this one a three
2: i'm gonna give it a 9.5 because you changed my mind julia and i think i did like this one more
1: all right look at me
2: at least we all agree so this one comes in at 4.34 which is the better of the two episodes i'm okay with that so let us know what y'all think of Veep. Judging from the question we posed about your five TV shows on Facebook today, there seemed to be a lot of Julie Louis-Dreyfus fans because Seinfeld was in a lot of those lists. So Mm -hmm. curious if you like this one.
1: You can let us know what you think about Veep and other stuff. On any of our social medias, you can find those super easy by going to tizthepodcast.com backslash Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook group, Reddit. Um, so you can kind of quick and easy get to any of our social media sites there. Um, we're active on most of them. So pick your poison and come talk with us. We'd love to talk back.
2: Yeah, I was glad we got a lot of responses to the, that thing that was trending on Twitter, the five TV shows you would use to
1: mm-hmm.
2: describe you. We got a lot. There's actually a lot of overlap. Friends showed up a lot. Seinfeld Mm -hmm. showed up a lot. I think The Office showed up the most between everyone who commented. I'll be commenting. I've been thinking long and hard about it. I'm taking this very seriously. I was about to say, do you guys want to reveal yours on the show?
1: I'm cool to go with this right now. Parks and Rec, Friends, The X-Files. This is where it gets hard, it's at the end, right? Yeah, probably The Office and then The Jetsons.
2: Meet George Jetson. Yep. Mine are Seinfeld Friends, Curvy Enthusiasm, The Office, and Veep. What about you, Tom? I've got four. I don't have number five yet. I've been thinking about this for a while. Okay.
1: What's the four?
0: The number one is The Simpsons. Number two is Parks and Rec. Number three is A Song of Ice and Fire, minus season eight. Number four is The Office. And I don't know number five yet.
2: Hmm. Now Friends? Not Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um,
0: See, that's where I'm having trouble. Where do I narrow it down? I actually had a hard time picking between friends in The Office. Mm-hmm. Um, and f- I'm, like, debating, like, The Office, Frasier, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I really love. Um, going back, I loved Hercules as a kid growing up. I haven't watched it as an adult, but that's definitely Hercules in the and Xena. Those Xena. are definitely, definitely in the running. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually trying to get all of those um i want to watch them again speaking of really bad <laughs> yet kind of cool tv shows we are having major drama here over Monstercon in tulsa oh really uh-huh have you it not heard weak. about this no Tulsa's monsters of horror sorry it is happening this week and the lead the keynote the big guy who's speaking is the guy who played xander on buffy nicholas brendan he is coming And he is extremely problematic and several women's groups have been trying to get them to cancel him and have been getting blocked on Facebook and Twitter and everything. Uh, Their posts are getting taken down because he is a he has a history of extreme violence to women and is currently awaiting trial for felony assault and battery charge or domestic abuse charges.
1: That guy. Yeah. He was the geeky one, right? Yeah, he was totally the geeky one. Yeah. Oh man. You'll
0: have to uh, keep us updated and let us know how it plays out. I don't think they're going to change their opinion. And today, I don't know if y'all saw Raphael Coleman, the kid from Nanny McPhee. He died. That was sad. Dropped dead out of nowhere at 25. He's devoted his life to like ecological preservation. Fell over dead. Oh
1: my goodness.
0: Mm-hmm. That made me kind of sad. That movie's really cute. It's sad.
1: I love Nanny McPhee.
0: Do you like Nanny McPhee, Anthony? I do not.
1: You don't.
0: You know what I'm going to be interested to do? I'm going to be really interested to go back and have these conversations with Anthony after he has children. I wish we. I love a lot of of
2: kids I love a lot. No, 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 no. no, 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 no.
0: like I didn't like Nanny McPhee until I watched it with Ellie. There's a lot of stuff I don't like until like I watch it with an interactive.
2: Like I think the Paddington movies are actually really good.
1: Oh, those (laughs) movies are. are amazing.
2: They are, but there's so much adult humor in those.
1: Yeah. They wrote
0: they wrote that to the adults. I mean, Danny McPhee's
1: enjoyable from an adult perspective too. When we
0: were when we were kids, kids shows. I've gone back and watched some of the shows from when we were kids, and they weren't written for adults as well. There was there weren't the uh, you know the, the subtext of several of the jokes weren't there. Do you know what show I found recently on uh, Disney Plus that I've been watching while I work? Gummy Bears. Oh my gummy gosh,
2: bears. Gummy Bears! Something I saw it here on there. And, there.
0: and everywhere. Everywhere. The I voices in Gummy Bears though blow me away. There's like Winnie the Pooh, and I mean all of these like really? Disney voices are in there. Yeah, I guess it used to be. Uh, I mean now that I think about it, it makes sense. The voice actors weren't all celebrities all the time right so they would use like i don't know how many shows we watched on disney plus from the 80s where the voice of tigger is is in movies and
2: shows (laughs) you know sorry to digress so let us let us know what you're watching yeah what you're gonna say i was about to say let us know what your five shows are if you haven't already
0: so one thing i find really interesting that none of us are really hitting on the big like i didn't see big blockbuster series like breaking bad the sopranos the walking dead
2: a few of our listeners named game of thrones and the walking dead
0: oh i didn't see the walking dead okay the game of thrones one i think is the reason i picked that one is because um i'm such a fantasy nerd and it's one of the few big fantasy tv shows Mm -hmm. i'm not ready to commit to liking the witcher enough to have included it but i really did like season one of the witcher
1: i thought you hated the witcher and anthony,
0: anthony hates the show
1: anthony hates the witcher you liked the witcher
0: <laughs> that's why i brought it up gotcha because i i, I want to make sure that we're keeping disco proud since she sure. made the comment that all we do is try to rile each other up something along mm-hmm. those lines mm-hmm. yeah. yo go to patreon if you're not signed up to get goodies in the mail i'm going to tell you you have about two oh weeks to do it there's something new coming intent
2: also leave us reviews on itunes facebook wherever you find our podcast each new review helps us to spread the christmas cheer 366 days per year and um you will get a free sticker in the mail if you do eventually so the next two weeks so next week we are venturing back to netflix's original christmas movie catalog and we're covering the 2019 film the night before christmas night with a Tonight. which should be interesting and the week after that we're covering the 2019 theatrical release last christmas and i'm really curious to see what you guys think of that one
1: Well, we may have some questionable movies coming up, but two movies in our future means two weeks in the future, and that means we're getting closer to Christmas. We're only 7,512 hours away.
2: That's only 313 days. Whoa, that's
0: crazy. We're almost out of the
2: 300s, y'all. That's only 44 weeks. One month, and then we're in the 30s already. Mm -hmm, That's not mm -hmm. bad, considering, you know, mid-February already president's day which is why we covered this episode when we did like mm-hmm. it's crazy how quickly these first two months are going compared to how they usually do
0: next yeah. week we'll be recording on ellie's birthday
2: oh we can do a different night just let us know
0: she's in bed by nine like her bedtime seven so
2: <laughs> oh yeah
1: <laughs> okay um, i never had a kid that went to bed that early ever
0: we have to force it because no matter what time she goes to bed she wakes up around six
1: yeah i've never had a kid wake up early either. <laughs> so so this, so this episode drops late. the day before
2: Ellie's b- birthday. So happy birthday, Ellie. One oh, day when birthday, you're listening Ellie. to all these back episodes and hearing oh. this time capsule of your father talking about you growing up. Happy birthday.
1: It's just oh, like I'm Friends. Oh, I'm going to play that for her. It's just like <laughs> Friends. It's just Voice like from friends. beyond the grave. Heart disease <laughs> affects more than just... <laughs> <laughs>
0: And with that, as a perfect ender, we will see y'all next week. Bye, Bye, y'all. All right, you chipmunks. Ready to sing your song? I'll say we are. Yeah, let's sing it now.
1: Okay, Simon.
2: Okay.
1: Okay, Theodore. Okay. Okay, Alvin.
2: Alvin. Alvin! Okay! know what oh we are recording so you can uh, catch up on get, the whole conversation we tom, really tom knows i tom knows i'm editing this week so he of course yeah but we get funny time.
1: stuff when we're not recording and so
0: julia said we need to hit record all the time because we get really funny things that, we that is true and then
1: i said and then i said oh but that's a booger to edit and tom said well, i don't care he's editing. Okay, Boop,
0: very and then I said, "Then I immediately said, Anthony's going to hear that now." <laughs>
1: uh, <Alvin.
2: laughs> uh, Alvin. Alvin. Oh. oh, Tom! And I said I loved you today on social media. You're,
1: You're going to have to make a
2: public retraction of my love for Tom on our social oh, media. Oh, I got you. <laughs>